Welcome to The Lens with me, Ollie Barrett. This is a bite-sized version of our usual podcast from Business and the Community, in which I interview a business leader about how their organizations have responded over the past few weeks. You can see all the episodes and find more about the National Business Response Network on the website bitc.org.uk. My guest today is Mark Smith, Chief Exec of Southern Co-op, an independent regional cooperative owned by its 127,000 plus members. It's working across 11 counties in the south of England. Welcome, Mark. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, Mark, just to remind us, you've got your main business in food. You've got over 200 convenience stores. I understand you also have an end-of-life services business. Just remind us. Yes, that, that contains um, th- three different elements, actually. It contains a chain of um, funeral homes, so about 65 funeral homes, and across a similar geography. Uh, we also own two crematoria and a natural burial ground. So together, we call that end-of-life services. And so where do we start? I mean, your biggest lesson learned as a leader over these last couple of months? I think probably, it's interesting, whether it's a lesson learned or it's a reconfirmation. Um, but the ability and, and willingness of most people to really step up when things absolutely matter. Uh, and I think we've seen that and we've seen that in, in our frontline businesses and, and throughout all parts of our, our group of operations in those last few weeks. I'm also conscious you've supported all sorts of organisations in your communities. I'm going to ask you, perhaps unfairly, to pick one or two and just explain why you've supported them and anything you've learned from that. Yeah, no, happy to, Ollie. And I, and I think you know, there are a number, so I don't want to take offence and I'll not mention them. But, you know, the principle we've applied really here is if you can do something really well yourself, then then get on and do it as a business. But actually, if, if you can deliver the end result you want better through others, then be prepared to work with others. Um, and we've we've done that in both these cases. So reaching out, particularly at the moment when our frontline resources are so stretched to deliver their core, their core mission, um, you know, we've recognised that working with others is the best way to do that. So we've partnered, we've already partnered with the digital platform Neighbourly um, to deliver uh, connections between people needing support, organisations needing support and businesses offering it. Um, and, and that organisation has pushed forward with a community fund approach, particularly linked to COVID. Um, and we were inaugural alongside one to others in, in supporting that. Recognising, bringing that to life, using that infrastructure is a more effective way to land it than trying to do everything ourselves. Um, but but signposting it very clearly, uh, as well as putting some wherewithal into it. And in the first couple of weeks of that, you know, it's about 1,500 applications received in the first couple of weeks. And it, it operates, and why I love it, it operates at a sort of micro level. So these are small pieces of help to organisations, causes uh, that may well drop below the radar more generally. Yes, it sounds hyper-local. Also very close to your core business. I understand you've supported Fair Share as well and this is reaching those in need yeah and and you know food banks one, one of the biggest issues it was a big issue in our society before all this happened and it certainly is now so you know wanting to do the best possible for there we've had we've had food bank collection points in our stores for some time but obviously not surprisingly in the crisis those have become a little bit less effective um particularly around the panic buying and some of that so we've stepped back from that we've gone into partnership with fair share the biggest enabler of food bank in the country bring it regionally with them to get cash and wherewithal into them to be able to actually get food from source from depots uh, into those uh, food banks rather than relying entirely on folk donating in store which they can still do but not rely on no understood and just finally mark in terms of how you run 
the food stores, the end of life services, anything that comes to mind that you say, let's not stop doing it this way. This particular technique, new thing we've started doing, this is now for good. What comes to mind? Yeah, a couple of things really, and, and they're generic, but they, they really are important. And, that, and the first thing is a willingness to you have no sacred cows, tear up the book of how you do it when there's an opportunity to do things differently and be completely open-minded to do that. And we've done quite a lot of that, as you can imagine, in the last few weeks to, to respond to this really fluid situation in, in both those main parts of our business. Uh, so be prepared to do that. Don't have any sacred cows. Don't let process notes and budgets rule the world, but be prepared to do things differently. And I think if we do that, that's a, a major mindset for the challenges that lie ahead You know, once this immediate crisis is out. Would you be prepared to give us an example of something that's gone for good? Yeah, well, I, I'll give you an example. It's actually a, a, in, a, in, a, um, in the end-of-life business where for a long time there's been talk about the opportunity to digitise some of the, um, the arrangement where you make arrangements for funerals. There's a lot of paper involved. And anyone who's been through that process will, will know there's a lot of paperwork and it's very uh, laborious to do. But actually now the opportunity this crisis provided was to, as part of social distancing, clearly to eliminate that, digitise that. And that was, that was rapidly developed from scratch uh, into life in a few weeks uh, and works perfectly well. And it just sort of shows that you can be prepared to, to, to face into things and do things differently, even if they've been done a certain way for a very long time. They're actually better <laughs> and you don't have to have a three year life cycle to get there. Yes. And if you don't mind me being um, a little presumptuous, you know, extraordinary new beginnings from a sector that some might think hasn't changed quite so much. Very interesting indeed. Mark Smith, Chief Exec of Southern Co-op. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this bite-sized edition of The Lens. Please do share. And for more information, visit businessinthecommunity at bitc.org.uk.